We all have secrets. We all have sins to confess. Not ready for Judgment Day? Absolve yourself on Primal Confessions. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. My name is Glenn, and with me, as always, is Ashley. Yee-yee! What's up, Ash? What's up, dog? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're doing good. Um, apologize to the folks for not um, coming on uh, on the show on Sunday, but we had some um, issues that arose. And um, Let's be honest here. We didn't feel like it because we thought we were skipping a week for the holidays, but then we decided, you know, let's just hang out, throw a quick show up, and not disappoint our viewers, listeners, Yeah, so to speak. So... Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Now, you being a Native American, you don't celebrate Thanksgiving. So, do you feel left out like how Jewish people feel on Christmas? No. I don't feel left out at all. I just don't. I, I, I don't think you you need to have one day a year to where you get with family or, um, or you uh, have something to be thankful for. I think you should be thankful all the time. 365 yeah, days. Yeah, 365 sure. days a year. I think that you should get with family every so often. And, um, yeah, you do know. You, do you think it's just the meal itself that we're celebrating, though? I mean, it, Real quick, if this goes off, is it going to stop recording? No, uh, not at all. So I don't need to keep hitting? Because no. it keeps going, like, dead every 30 seconds. Yeah, sorry, guys. We're ha- we are definitely going to be having some technical difficulties tonight because our original system that we record on, I have misplaced. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find it. The, so. the gremlins got it. Yeah, and, of course, it's dead, so I can't buzz the alarm on it to sound off so that we can find it. But, you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That is the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> so, um, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Or, as I like to call it, Indian Slaughter Day. For Slaughter days, Turkey slaughter. I'm making a turkey slaughter meal. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do, you know, just a traditional turkey stuffing, mash, green bean casserole. I did bake all day long. I made a beautiful apple pie, pumpkin pie, and a cheesecake. Well, that's good. Yeah. What's your favorite out of the three? Probably the cheesecake. Yeah? Yeah, I normally do something real decadent. Like one year I did a Twix candy bar cheesecake, and one year I did a key lime pie and mango cheesecake. Mango. This year I went plain. I like plain cheesecake. Now, is this a New York style cheesecake? Yep. Dense and intense. Dense and intense. Kind of like your personality, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. You You know what? I, I feel a little down. Oh, no. Spill it. You haven't even noticed something about me. Your haircut? Yeah. I did. I said it on the Marco Polo. Did you really? You know, I went to sleep that night and realized I didn't say it and then tried to remind myself to say it. So, no, I haven't said it yet. But uh. I did notice it. I did keep me up at uh, night. All right. Well, that's good. So, <laughs> Looking yeah. sharp, buddy. Thank you. I mean, I, that was, I didn't have a haircut for months. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I... my sideburns were like six, six inches long, furry, little... Mutton shop. Wispy, you were yeah. at Callista Flockharding There, Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of things that cover your ears, I got a story to tell you. Oh, I love stories. All right. Tell so, me a story. So, uh, this morning, before I had to go and train at my gym, I was... Um, no, actually, this was when I got home from the gym. I was messing around with my, uh, we'll say my main squeeze. 
Right. And um, we were, I, he was, there was about to be a load shot. Right. Okay. Well, it was supposed to go in my mouth. Right. But I turned my face because I was like all twisted up sideways on the bed and it went right into my ear hole. <laughs> like inside my ear, like I had to go get Q-tips. So I've probably pushed jizz into my ear canal at this point. Yeah. Like seriously, and it was like hot, warm, buttery load in the ear. Like like a lot. There was a lot in there. Nice. Yeah, and so and then ever since that happened, I had to go to the grocery store, and I feel like I have swimmer's ear. And uh. I, I'm just like I'm one minute away from googling if you can get an ear infection from semen. And if anybody out there knows the answer to this, please, please give me a call at 916-420-0697. Yeah, the semen in the ear. Yeah. That, I mean, how did, how did it feel when it, did, did, did you jolt? Did you, like... I think I went, oh, but he also did, oh, at the same time because he was like, why'd you, you know, why'd you move? But I was just trying to, like, reposition to, like, you know, like when the catcher is down there right, and he's right, ready right. to catch. Like, I was just kind of doing my normal movement that I do, like, you know, where you reposition to just take the load. Right. Down the gullet. And uh, maybe he didn't, wasn't watching. Maybe his eyes were closed. I don't know. I wasn't looking up. I was looking, you know, I was in the game. I wasn't. Right. I wasn't checking my surrounding you're the, environment. You were in the zone. Auto zone. Yeah. Well, the zone was, went to a few places it wasn't supposed to go, so... Uh, needless to say, I uh, this this is the first time that this has happened to me. I it, we we were cracking up, laughing like it wasn't an embarrassing, disgusting act. It was right. fucking hilarious, and um, so yeah, I can mark it off my uh, things that have that I've done in my life that you know everybody's got the list on it's, your it's I marked off your suck it list. <laughs> <laughs> dirty dog, I love it. So uh, that's what happened to me this morning. So um, if you're listening, sweetheart, <laughs> yeah. Do you my have any, ears still hurt? <laughs> do you have any? Um, speaking of like holidays, let's just say holidays, not necessarily Thanksgiving, but holidays. Do you have any traditions, like either traditions with yourself, with your family, or with your kids that you do every year? Yes. You know, we talked about this last time, and I think we covered yours, but I never actually said mine. And um, I collect nutcrackers. Nice. At Christmas, we always cut a fresh tree, me and my kids, always. Every year we go get a permit, we go up to, we usually go to about Grizzly Flats area, cut a tree down, but also every single year I let the kids get one Christmas ornament, and that is all that we put on the tree. So this year, you know, Wally's four, so we'll have four from him and then three from Angus. Okay. So we're going to have seven ornaments total. So we don't have, like, this big clusterfuck of matching bulbs. And right. This and that. We have these sentimental, you know, things that, that just fit each year that they got to, you know. So, like, the first one is, like, Wally's a little blue duck because he was an infant. Right. You know, and then Angus has a fucking, uh, I think he's got a wolf or a coyote or something. I don't remember. I'll have to pull them out of the box, but just one ornament a year. I feel like that's... And so no garland or anything, just the ornament? Well, the lights. lights. Oh, lights. Okay, yeah. there's light. Okay, I didn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, did, we put lights on. But, um, yeah, every Thanksgiving I make a cheesecake. It's a different one every year. This is the first time I've done a plane nice. in years and years and years. So, um, yeah, I got traditions. I think you were telling me that... Uh, 
what was it last, the last show? What was your tradition that you y'all do? Go to the snow? Oh, go to the, take my son to the snow. Yeah, build a snowman. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, one year we were uh, at the beach um, uh, as well, and we built a beach snowman. Oh, nice. Yeah, I feel like that kind of shit is just so important. You know, kids remember, hey, remember that time we built a snowman at the beach? Right. Rather than, hey, do you remember that one time you sat me down on the couch to watch TV so that you could do dishes? Right. Like, no kid's going to remember that shit. Right. Yes, we have to do it once in a while because it's hard with toddlers, but they, they love that shit. So it's important for traditions to uh, to come out. Yeah, I think it's, um, I, I think for memories for both the kids and for the parents, I mean, because there's this game that, I mean, we used to do this. We did it for 30 minutes one time. My daughter and I, she's like, hey, Dad. Like, when she calls, she's like, I'm like, uh, hey, hello, honey. How are you? She goes, I'm fine. How are you? And then I'm like, I'm fine. How are you? And then she'll go, I'm fine. How are you? And how long does this go on for? And then I'll go and say, sometimes we'll do it for a minute. Sometimes we'll do it just for like for two or three times. But there was one time she was around her mom. And I don't know if she did it on purpose to antagonize her mom, but we did it for almost 30 minutes. Oh, my God. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, over the phone, because I was on speaker, because her mom always put me on speaker so she could listen to the conversation. And um, that irritated the piss out. I, I still remember that. And That's not a tradition, but it's kind of something that we do, kind of like to play around a little bit. And she's 18 years old, and we've been doing it for 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's going to be something that she remembers her entire life, you know, even yeah. after you're gone. So yeah. I can dig it. Yeah. Well, while we're, while we're talking about holidays, I think we should move right into holiday dating. Holiday dating. Holiday dating. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like people date more during the holidays. There was an ad on, I, I, I've seen it on Facebook and I've seen it on Craigslist. There's people that be like, need a boyfriend for the holidays, need a girlfriend for the holidays, go... To the uh, family's house to go to all these parties. Pretend to be a boyfriend. Yeah. Must look like a chachi. Yeah. Or go to the holiday, the, the, um, what do they call the work holiday parties and uh, all that. So I saw one on Facebook the other day and I said, hey, I'll be your holiday boyfriend. Um, Oh, uh, this is this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like last week. Wow, and, um, how'd that go? Well, when's the party? I've never heard back from the person, so I don't know if they were just joking around or if they were, you know, serious and maybe they found someone else or I haven't heard back from them, so I don't know. That just chaps my ass when people leave you hanging. Like, the whole ghosting thing and just leaving you yeah, hanging, leaving Linda. you on red, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just fucking buck up, man up, and fucking, or woman up, shit, and just be like, hey, I'm not interested, or hey... I don't want to see you anymore, or, hey, I found somebody else that I'm taking to the holiday party because you're not a Chiefs fan. Or, right. hey, whatever. Whatever it is. Just fucking buck up, you guys. Do you think that... What What are the expectations of, we'll just say, a female? Because females are more sensitive, they're more into it, they're more, for the most part, um, for the holidays... Do you think that you should start dating during the holidays because do you, do you expect to get the other person a gift at Christmas time if you've only been dating a month, month and a half? That's a tough one. I think that, let's say you're dating the person for like a month, a month and a half, and it's before Christmas. You get to Christmas. I think something <coughs> like 
like a stocking stuffer or like a Christmas ornament. Something that is not sentimental. It doesn't show much emotion, but it's it's acknowledging the fact that, you know, you do like them. You do you do eventually want to get them a nice gift. DeWalt miter saw 12 inch. But on the other hand, it's like, this is too soon. This is too early to be buying gifts. I've got a great example of that. I started dating Hayden, right? Yeah. Before my birthday. I, we started talking in, what, August. We Our first date was in September. Okay? My birthday's in October. Well, my birthday comes, and he shows up with flowers. That's and nice. And a slice of pumpkin cheesecake. Ah, yummy. From this amazing bakery. Oh, okay. And that was, that was my... Oh, and then he brought over like six pounds of hot wings from Fire Wings. Oh my gosh. So he brought dinner, he brought flowers, and he brought dessert. Nice. Even though he knew we were going to have a birthday cake. Um, so it was just like, he didn't get me a gift, so to speak, like a material thing that I could hang on to. He, bought, he brought me, you know, food and flowers. Right. Which is great. It's totally acceptable. But then when his birthday came around, I had the... I had... He's got a hunting dog. Uh, bird dog, and I had a little pillow made with his, a picture of his dog that he had text to me. Nice. I feel like <clears throat> it's not sentimental. It's not some. It's not fucking jewelry. It's not something that's like saying I want this big, huge commitment. It's just oh, here's a picture of your hunting dog that you can throw in your bed. Right. Right. That's what the kids got him. What the fuck did I get him? Do you remember? Oh, I got him a fishing lure. A fishing lure. So there you go. It was just something simple. He could throw it in this tackle box. It's not something he can look at two times. It's just, oh, cool, fishing lure. Let me just throw it in right, here and right, forget right, about right, it. Right, 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 Like, so I think, <coughs> I think it depends. I think that people need to look at, like, I feel like there's some people out there that meet people and then a holiday comes or their birthday comes and they get them, like, this, like, elaborate gift, like, chocolate Le'Veon diamonds. And it's like, yeah. fuck, dude, I've only known you two months. I don't need fucking Le'Veon diamonds. Right. So I think that if, I, I think people need to be cognizant of that. Yeah, it's the same way. I mean, if you start dating somebody after Christmas or even starting in January and uh, Valentine's Day comes along, mm-hmm. do you get them, I mean, because it's always, Valentine's Day is always about the woman because it's, yeah. I mean, you, you, you see all these commercials, it's about jewelry, it's about flowers, it's about... Chocolate. Chocolate. Jewelry, flowers, chocolate. And um, so do you start dating in January, February? Or, or do you wait till after the holidays to start dating? Like serious, seriously dating? Well, in all reality, there's a holiday in almost every month, right? Yeah, but what are but, you going to do for St. Patrick's Day? Go to a pub and drink beer together. Yeah. That, that's a good one. Yeah, you could cook corned beef together. Yeah. Yeah, I always have a St. Patrick's Day party. That is my holiday. I don't buy people gifts, though. Right, right. But we're talking about gift-giving holidays. Christmas, birthday, Valentine's. What else is there? That's it. That's it. Okay. So there's three months out of 12 where you have to think, should I jump in this relationship or should I wait because there's a holiday coming and I'm not quite sure the protocol on gift-giving. I don't think people actually think about shit like that. I don't either. And yeah, I don't. I I, I think that um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's something that you. It's pressure because there's, it, it's just pressure. Yeah, I I will say <clears throat> that I've been told 
that I... Okay, I might do this. I break up... I get into these relationships, and I break up with the person every spring. So around March? Yeah, about March. And then I stay single the entire summer, and then once it starts cooling off, I'm looking for somebody to bring back in, like, hunker down for the winter. Yeah. I am very... I'm a seasonal dater. Let's just say I'm a seasonal Yeah, you've told me that many times. Yeah. So I, I feel like... Maybe that's maybe that's when we're talking about holiday dating, moving aside from gifting, and, and you know. But when we're talking about holiday dating, do you think that that's what people are thinking about? They're like, oh my god, it's about to be Christmas. I don't want to be alone. It's going to be cold. I want to cuddle. I want to go to the grocery store and buy pumpkins with somebody. Like, Do you think that it's just the time of year where people are like, oh god, I don't want to be alone. I need somebody. Yeah, and I, I saw that on Facebook this morning. It was, they someone asked, is... Sleeping, dating, a thing. Like, hey, come over, let's cuddle, let's sleep together. Sleeping, no sex, just sleeping together and cuddle and uh, have a date that way. Um, But no, to answer your question, yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, because around Thanksgiving, Christmas is the, between those periods of times, it's high suicide rate. Oh, yeah. You know, and people, uh, people want to be with somebody um, because they don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that, but, uh, at all, I think. With the suicide rate? or No, no, no. <laughs> with, 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 with just getting somebody just because you don't want to be alone. Yeah. I'm all for <clears throat> holiday dating. I'm for, all for any time dating. I think it's hard to date during summer because it's so fucking hot. I don't want somebody to just be all over me when it's 101 in fucking California and they're just like, hey, baby. I'm like, no, dude, I'm fucking hot. The only time that I'm going to get this hot is if I'm out tanning. Like, leave me alone. Get me an ice water. Let me sit here naked in front of the fan. Don't talk to me. Right. And maybe that's why I do it every year. It's too overwhelming for me to date when it's hot. There it is. You got it. So what are you going to do <laughs> in your current situation when Marsh rolls around? I don't know. I'm just gonna. That, that's gonna I'm be, just gonna deal with it. That's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, I I have dated one person during during summer, but it was like we were constantly fighting. So there was no like not much affection. If there was affection, it was like in front of the air conditioning. We're gonna pound one out real quick because we've been drinking whiskey all night. Ah. So it's like we really can't get away from the pounding because we're hammered and we're horny. But it's just like, well, let's do it in front of the air conditioning, get it over with, and then go to bed. But don't touch me in the bed, and don't put any blankets near me. Right, right, right. So. I feel you on that one, dog. Yeah. Now, as far as the topic of dating, how long till how long do you wait till casual dating turns into the title? Turns into the boyfriend-girlfriend title. How long, what's the protocol on casually dating until you title up? Well, for some psychos out there, it's like three uh, a weekend. Wow. You know? um, no judging, just stating a fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, Except you called the person a fucking psycho, yeah. asshole. <clears throat> um, I think. I mean, because there, there, there was some people that uh, I've known that was dating somebody, and they met them, you know, once or twice. Um, they wanted to have a title after that, 
uh, there's some people that dated uh, literally um, a couple of weeks. But I think, honestly, a good time period is three to six months. Three to six months. I'm going to say four or more. Just because the three months is like the honeymoon phase. You know, mm-hmm. after three months, that's when you start to see their true colors, how they live, how, what their habits are, you know, how they really act when they start to get comfortable with you. See if they fart in front of you. Like, yeah, speaking of farting, Hayden, Jesus Christ, that fucking guy won't stop farting all night long. I'm just like, all night. It's an all night thing. Is it now? Yeah. You'll have to tease him. When oh, I will. I'll say, hey, fart master. Yeah. <laughs> the shit. fart master. Lord of the farts. And, of course, you know, I'm the kind of person where I'm just, I just, like, crack up every time because it's a fart. It's funny. Yeah. Like, where <laughs> most people would be like, oh, my God, how could you do that? Don't, we're, you know, we've got the blanket on, both of us. Like, grow the fuck up. Rip some ass and fucking appreciate the person next to you. So, you think, um... Four or more. Okay, I, I, I could dig that because, yeah, three months is the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, def- definitely, I know a lot of people, uh, I, you know, well, let, let me take it one step further. Shit. How long do you wait? And I know that there's feelings are different and there's feelings that come and go and are flooded in and this, that, and the other. There's many euphemism I could use. But how long do you wait to tell someone that you love them. I think and you wait until the second that you know. So what happens if someone... Say you're dating someone and you see each other every day for like a month and a half. Like every day. Like maybe your next door neighbors or something like that. And you see each other every day. Or maybe you're not next door neighbors. maybe, But you just see each other every day for like six weeks. And you're like getting into it. This, that, and the other. Uh, you guys, maybe you have sex, and um, which you should never do, <laughs> and say I love you during sex for the first time. Oh no, no, I never, ex- yeah, never. That's I did that one time, and I to this day the person didn't forget it, and I looked like a damn fool. Dang. Yeah, sorry about that, bro. You know who you are. Yeah, I gotta hear that story after the podcast. Yeah, that's not one. For- I'm not ready to tell that story, but um. Yeah, I know. And then what about the whole, I mean, when we get into the topic of mixed signals, I I feel like we can kind of transition into that. But it's like, what if the person drops the L-bomb and then next thing you know, they don't talk to you for 48 hours? That would make me believe that they regretted saying it. I think that that would make me think that they were just drunk. Well, you didn't say they were drunk. Well, okay. I, I would think that they were just in the heat of the moment. We'll say in the heat of the moment. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, it's just, it's unfair. Like, don't say it unless you mean it. Right? Exactly, yeah. You don't want to say it when you've been drinking or during sex. I, I guess that's two big no-nos. Yeah, two big no-nos. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I've done that crap before where I've, where I've done it. During sex, and I, I was young though. I was young. I was yeah. Or when they tell you to tell them, tell like me you when, love me. yeah, like if he like if he's got me by the throat and he's just pounding me and he's like, "Come on, say you love me," and I'm just like, "What? Like, don't ruin the fucking moment, man!" <laughs> like I'm trying to get pounded here. Yeah. Like, why you want to bring emotion into this? 
Can we talk about this after? Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Uh, but no, I. I think that uh, exactly. I mean, when you know, and but some people it could be a month, three months, six months, four months. It could be. I mean, to to fall in love with somebody. Uh, there's not a true time period because. I mean, I've seen. I, I've watched all these romantic movies. Yeah, love at first sight. Yeah, or they spend a weekend together, and um, it, it is just so romantic. Or they're mortal enemies, and then they fall in love because it's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. saw that one, too. Fucking Hallmark. So, you, you get all these mushy movies where they fall in love so quickly, but then... But I, I think love as an emotion, there's... Sh- that's the reason why I asked the question, because I personally don't think there's a time limit. And you're absolutely right. When you feel it, you should say it. Yeah. Make sure you're both sober and not going at it. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Tell the person, life is too short. What if that's the last thing you say to that person? They go and get in a car and die. Yeah. At least you'll be like, oh my God, at least I told them how I felt. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then there's other people like myself where if I do love somebody, I'll try to hide it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'll be like, it'll be the last thing that I ever, you know, speak of. Like, it's forbidden to speak of, where I'm just like, no, we're not talking about this right now. And I act very nonchalantly when deep down I'm like, man, I am in love with this person. Or I love, I'm not going to say in love because that's a little harsh, but, you know, man, I love, I have genuine love for this person. And then what do you do when you're in a relationship to where you're the go-getter, you're into it, but yet, the other person really isn't into it as much as you are. So you give them a ultimatum, kind of like you know we we we've you know we we I I know some people that um, are in a situation that they told the person to either make a decision about the relationship or it's step bye-bye up time or step aside. Yeah, I think that I mean depending on the time frame, I think that's totally acceptable. Step up or step aside. Life is too short. If you're not in this 100%, let me fucking go and I'll go find someone who is going to be in it and is going to put as much effort that I'm putting in. You want to hear something funny? Yes. A person, one of the people I'm talking about, uh, he's a friend of mine, and uh, he's been dating this person for about 16, almost, maybe even more than 20 years. I've known this person since 2004. And uh, before that, I think it was 10 years. But anyway, they've been dating this person for over 20 years, and they're still not married. That, yeah, see, that would, for me, that's a red flag, and I would jump ship. Yeah. That's for me. Um, I recently told uh, someone that I didn't didn't give them an ultimatum. I said, hey, eventually, I'm going to need to know where this is going. If you think that this is going down the friends with benefits road, that's fine, but I need to know. If you think that this is going towards something long-term, that you see a future, I need to know. And I'm not saying I want to know right now. I'm saying eventually I need to know what this is so I know how much effort to put in. Right. I feel like that is the most appropriate way to say that. To say, hey, shit or get off the pot, buddy. And I, I think this one person, the, 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 the female in this uh, relationship that I'm talking about, I don't want to say that they're insecure, but they've got to be something to stay in a relationship for so long because the guy just refuses to get married. And they're churchgoers and they're, 
and and and, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that um, just because you go to church you should get married or whatever. I'm just saying that they they're 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 religious. They're they're uh, in a relationship. It's they they don't. I don't even know. I don't know if they have sex or not. I have zero clue. Um, but if they don't, since they are churchgoers, um, if they don't have sex, why would you stay in a relationship? You don't love someone that much and not get married to them. Be- and I think this person's afraid that I've got assets and I don't want anyone to take half of my stuff. Wow. So That's my personal theory. So they're consumed with their personal security versus... There, rather than wanting a partner that bad. Yeah. That's what it sounds That's like. That's what I think. Wow. That's a little brutal. I'm a shit or get off the pot person. Yeah. But I approach the conversation very, I'm going to say professionally. Yeah, and, and but, but too, like in, in, in relationships, what do you do when it is a high pressure relationship? Where, where it is high pressure, where the other person is like, you know, you don't call me enough. You don't text me enough. You don't, you don't, um, you know, answer my phone calls when I call you. Well, I work. I do this. I do that. Uh, you live an hour away, um, and I can't just come and see you. You live an hour away. Uh, I've got kids. I mean, there's so much stuff. But what do you do in that situation where it is a high pressure dating situation? That's so interesting that you say that because I'm, I, recently I have been noticing that I've been getting frustrated um, when I don't hear from the other person and we're not in it, we're not in it where there's no title in place, but we're seeing each other and we're only sleeping with each other. We have agreed to that. And he, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like, if I don't hear from him, I'll send the, the, hey, if you're not interested, just let me know. Like, I don't yeah. want to be constantly sitting around waiting for you to respond to me. You know? So, and that kind of made me, when you brought that up, that made me feel like, well, I might be on the other end of that one. I might be the person that's like, hey, well, you don't do this enough. But I certainly don't hound the person, but I make it clear that if they aren't interested enough, then to fucking walk. Right. Like, this is what I need. I just need some communication. It's not that I need to text you a thousand fucking times a day. It's not that I need to see you every single day. It's the fact that I just want to know that the day has the whole day has gone by and there was X amount of times that I popped in your brain. Right. That's it. But, on the other hand, it only takes a few seconds to text. Yes. It so only what takes... what the fuck? It, it, it really does. I mean, you can pick up your phone and say, Hey, I'm sorry, I'm really, really, really busy. I'll text you later. Boom, saying. So the person knows... Hey, they're thinking about me, but they're really freaking busy. Yeah. I mean, because I, I mean, e- even as your friend, I've, I've, I've Marco Polo'd you, um, or I've texted you saying, Hey, I'm at work. I'm real busy. I want to Marco Polo today. Let's, let's Marco Polo. Let's chit chat while I'm at work, but I'm working. I'll text, um, I'll Marco Polo you when I can in between students. And it literally took me not even 30 seconds to say all that. Yeah. It's effort. That's yeah. what that is. It's giving a shit enough to let the person know that you aren't ignoring them. Yeah. Where's the fucking effort? If you want to talk about effort, hit us up on Facebook. Drop us a message. Primal Confessions. We're on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. If you want to email us, email us at Podcast 
at gmail.com. High pressure dating. Man. I feel like I feel like when you sit there and you hound the person, like it's one thing to express how you feel and say, I need more effort, but it's another to sit there and 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 pressure them and put a title on it without discussing it and maybe introduce them to your parents and you know tell you their parents that you're their boyfriend and then yeah. next thing you know your dad their dad is pulling you in the kitchen like hey you better treat my so and so good or I'm gonna chop up your body and put it in the back of my seventy nine Seville and we're going to Vegas to dig yeah, a hole. I've I've had that talk before um, where they've said you know treat my my daughter right. Um, don't do anything. Don't expect anything from her. You take care of her. Yeah, like, what um, the fuck? This is California. Yeah. Tell your daughter to fucking... To step up. Step up. Step up. It takes two to tango. Yeah. And, uh, it but takes if, two to survive in it, this fuckhole. It does, man. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I've, I've had to talk before many times. But, yeah, of course I'm going to treat your daughter right, man. I mean, I'm not a dick. Yeah. Well, sometimes. You are a dick. Sometimes. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, as a woman, I we don't, I don't know if we get much high pressure dating. Like, we, I feel like women are the ones that are pursuing more these days than being pursued. Like, we're kind of the fucking cheetah pouncing on the prey here, and um, but there's no, I feel like the the pressure is coming from women to men and not men to women. They aren't putting enough pressure on us. Do you guys not give a shit? Is that what it is? Like, why don't men do it how women do it? I do it. I mean, uh, you're you're like talking to someone, and you're like, "Hey, I I want you to uh, start looking at houses because I'm going to make you my girlfriend, and then my fiance, and then my wife, and it's going in this order, and this is the time frame, and you better go get your ovaries looked at, and this is how shit's going down." Okay, maybe not that. Intense. Yeah, that was pretty intense. That's high pressure, right? That, that's high freaking pressure. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Go get like it. Go little- go. Go get a better job so you can take care of me, you know? Yeah. I mean, no, it's not that high. No, 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 I don't do that. Yeah, but I mean, what can you... Is there an example that you can provide of high-pressure dating where the man is pressuring the woman? Uh, well, that that falls in the category of jealousy, I think, where it's like, um, you know, don't talk to any other guys. Don't do this and that. I want to be your only man. I only want you to this, that, and the other. I think the guy comes across more as jealous and more as a dictator than a woman who is wants to be nurtured and is a control freak. Because the way you're describing it, yeah, there are there there's there's a few control freaks out there that you know they text you and you don't text them back within you know um, ten minutes or or, or whatever, or um, you don't come and see them or you don't uh, answer their phone call because you're with their your mother or something like that but yeah there, there's a lot of control freak women out there and uh, it's very freaking irritating i feel like us as women not you and i but us the audience and myself the female audience out there as women we just need to establish the the line of 
the communication line. We just just let them know, hey, I need communication. If you're not going to communicate with me, I'm going to go communicate with somebody else. Rather than saying, hey, you need to call me. You need to text me. I just want to know if you're still fucking interested. I don't give a shit what you're doing. I don't give a fuck if you're rebuilding your, the carburetor on the whatever fucking bullshit. Like, I don't care. Just say, hey, I'm going to be busy for an hour fucking around in my garage. If I don't respond, I'm not ignoring you. I'm fucking around in my garage. Right. That's all it takes. That makes sense to me. Ugh. Okay. Or it's hunting season for the next 100 days. It's duck season. Uh, so, it's rabbit season. It's duck season. <laughs> so, if you don't hear from me on Fridays and Mondays till, you know, the fucking last minute of the day, it's because, you know, yeah. I've got ducks to clean. I've got a fucking dog to bathe that's been running around in the wetlands all day. I've got to unpack my trailer, blah, blah. Like, we get it. Just fucking tell us. We get it. You want us to stop acting like fucking control things? Let us know. Let us know. Drop the communication. Drop the line. We we, we we hear you. That's a message for all men. Yeah. Now, when it comes to these things, I feel like signals get crossed, and there's a lot of mixed signals. Yeah? Yes. Yes. And what do you think... Uh, well, I mean, there there is a there there's mixed signals and then there's mixed signals. Mixed signals and miscommunication. So when I'm talking about mixed signals, I'm talking about like one minute they're saying, "I see a future with you," and the next minute they're saying, "Yeah, your titties are kind of small. You should get a boob job." <laughs> oh like, my god! Yeah, I mean, and again. Is all of this done sober, or is this done drinking, or is this, when, when is this done? So what, okay, well that was hammered, but like, let's say you're sober, and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm interested in you, I'm interested, genuinely interested in you, and yes, I want to keep seeing you, and then the next minute you're like, well, do you have, you know, strong feelings for me, like, like you don't say, do you love me, because that's a little strong, but you say, right. do you have, you know, genuine feelings for me, could you see yourself with me, you know, ten years down the road, and they just... I don't know. That would hurt my feelings. Yeah. It really, really would. Yeah, it hurts Be- the feelings. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, there are, are times to where I I dated this one girl. She was... Uh, uh, Armenian. <laughs> and um, she would give me mixed signals. I mean, like, like she would... And it always happened when she drank Coors Lights. She drank Coors Light. She turned into the freaking devil. Oh, God. And um, I remember uh, she would just, like, tell me she loved me, this and that. Then she wanted to kill me. Then she hated me. She hated my fucking guts. Why don't I find somebody better? Um, all this kind of stuff. But, and, and um, when we talked about the future, we both had kids that were the same age. And uh, we talked about having kids together and this, wow. that, and the other. Sounds and then, serious. and then when she'd get mad, she goes, "If I ever had your kid, I'd fucking kill it because I, I wouldn't want to be around you for the next eighteen years." And oh blah, my blah, god, blah. that is harsh. That is some serious mixed signals, right there. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, wow. I was thinking like, you know, okay. Let's say he shows up with his lunch, and there's a scoop of potato, potato salad, right? Yeah. So then the next time he comes over, you go and you buy a thing of potato salad. And he turns around and says, oh, I don't like potato salad. What the fuck? You just ate it. 
You yeah. ate it last time you were here. Yeah. Like what the Oh god, you guys, get your shit together. I hate that was a, that was kind of like a, the PG version of a mixed signal, but you can't tell somebody one minute that you want a future with them and drop the L bomb and yeah. then turn around and when you ask them, "Hey, when are you going to ask me to put it or when are we going to put a title on this?" and yeah. say, "I don't know." Yeah. Well, you know you want a future, but you don't know when you want the title in place. Exactly. Mixed signals. Yes. If you guys have any good stories about mixed signals, give us a call, 916-420-0697, or get at us on Facebook. Yeah, Primal Confessions, baby, on Facebook. Yeah, the little wolf icon. We yep. bad motherfuckers. Um, so, I want to end this uh, podcast with some manifestation stories. Oh, alright. Yeah, yeah, I'm big into laws of attraction, big into manifestation, manifesting your dreams, asking the universe for things that you want, or things that you need, right? Yeah. So, I saw this video of this woman, and she was explaining how the, where people, the translation gets lost, where when you're sitting there, and let's say you want somebody to call you. Yeah. Because they've been, you know, they haven't texted you or called you all day. <clears throat> You're sitting there. You're focusing on, I want them to call me. I miss them. I wish that they would call me. All of that is negative. You're longing for them. That is a negative thought. Okay. Which I didn't understand. I was like, no, you long for them. That's great. Right. Well, no, it's it's because they are missing from you. Like in French, in, in Fran- French, the language, yeah. French, France, French. in France, in French, they, when you say, I miss you, it translates to uh, something like, I'm lost without you, or something like that. So, like, when people are trying to manifest these things, and they're speaking to the universe, and they're saying, I, I miss this person, I long for them, I wish that they would reach out to me. It's never going to happen. But the second that you that you ask for it in the most purest form, like, you think about how good you feel when they call you and how how the conversation is on both ends how you're both you can tell that each other is smiling and and um you're only thinking about the happy and the positive shit about it like like oh they they miss me too or they right. they're thinking about me you know and it's all pu- in its most purest form i shit you not this video that i watched she was like it only takes 17 minutes for anyone to manifest anything that they want. And I'm like, oh, bullshit, right? Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. I tried it. I sat there, I thought about everything in its most purest form, and I shit you not, 17 minutes later, he was walking through my front door. Wow. Yeah. And I go, holy, and I look at him and I go, why didn't you call? Thinking, because I wanted the call. And I was thinking, and the whole time I'm manifesting, oh, he's going to call soon because he wants to talk to me. Right. He walked through the front door. And he goes, my phone's dead. I didn't want you to think I was ignoring you. Wow. You gotta be fucking kidding me, right? So then I tested it out again. And I'm like, I don't, I, you know, it's the holiday season. And I'm a little bit broke. It'd be nice to have just a little cushion just in case something happens. Right? And so I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about how easy life would be and how, like, much it would be easier if I had just a little cushion. And how much it would make me less stressed and how happy I would be. And next thing I know, I'm getting wired $80 to one of my accounts. Wow. Yep. Just like that. I couldn't believe it. Then, then I, I heard, you can ask the universe to bring to send you a sign, but if you're not as specific to, like, to the T about what it is, like, what the, you want the sign to be, rather than saying, give me a sign, you don't know what the sign is. If you say, give me a sign of thunder in the sky that this is the direction I need to be going, right? Yep. 
And then boom, next thing you know, thunder, right? So she was giving examples and she was like, okay, um, what if a candle blows out? You know, then you'll know, oh, I need to be a writer. Like, you know, because in your brain you're thinking, what, do I, what am I doing with my life? Right. right. And then one of them was, or you see feathers in the wind, right? So I'm like, okay, well, let me just run with this. Okay, I want a sign from the universe knowing that I'm going in the right direction with the right person, but it has to involve, and she had just said feathers in the wind, and I said, feathers. I go, they don't necessarily need to be in the wind, but there needs to be feathers. Somewhere. And the very next night, that motherfucker brought a dro- dropped a dead fucking pheasant on my front porch, and I got the feathers right there. I see them. And I was like, oh my god, it's the universe. It's I'm manifesting whatever the fuck I want. So I want to end this podcast on a good note and say, it's possible. You can do it. It takes 17 minutes if it's in its most purest form. Ask for that sign and be specific. Oh, that's not the password, buddy. Oh, sorry. Sorry, technical difficulties. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving, a good holiday with your family. And because uh, it is tomorrow, and for you football fans out there, yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Ravens got moved from tomorrow to Sunday. Oh, so, go Ravens! Sorry to hear that, but uh, anyway, uh, ha- have a good uh, Thanksgiving. Thank you for tuning in, listening to the show as always, and we appreciate everyone that listens. And as always, stay, stay primal. primal.